Welcome to the Bible in the News weekly program. This is Paul Billington with you this week. When you open a Bible, there is one nation that is dominant in all that it says, or that it's concerned with. And that nation, of course, is Israel. You just cannot escape it. Well, in our day, the news has the same feature. The nature, nature, nation of Israel is always a topic. During the past week or so, important statements have been made about Israel by the United States, by Britain, the European Union, the United Nations, and of course, as always, by the Arabs. These statements are all pointing in one direction. They are saying, in effect, that Israel must withdraw from the West Bank, that is, the biblical areas of Judea and Samaria. The international pressure upon Israel's government is becoming very intense. The message from all quarters is loud and clear. Get out. Israel took over Jordan's West Bank in 1967, and today there are some 270,000 settlers who live there, Jewish settlers. These settlers are not cattle to be moved around according to the policies of politicians. They are people, people with feelings, with emotional attachments, people with beliefs. And these beliefs among the settlers are squarely founded upon the scriptures. The Bible has given them an ideological attachment to the land promised to the fathers. They may not understand the whole truth, but what they do understand they are willing to live by. This week we had a letter from one of these West Bank settlers. Nir Halevi lives on Mount Gerizim, overlooking Shechem. He keeps a vineyard and makes wine for his living, and he quotes the prophecy of Jeremiah 31, verse 5, which says, Thou shalt yet plant vines upon the mountains of Samaria. The planters shall plant, and shall eat them as common things. He feels himself to be personally involved in the fulfillment of prophecy, and awaits the coming of the Messiah to redeem Israel. Let me share a few paragraphs from his letter with you. I retain his broken English, so you can perhaps get a feel for his personality. He refers to the Shemitah, the Sabbath year, and Mitzvah, or obligation, commandment. He writes, of course, as an Orthodox Jew, as follows. Shalom to all tribes of God the Almighty. I want to share with you the feelings of the Shemitah year, the seventh year, as you know and read in the Torah, Firstly, it is a test of faith, just like life itself is, but it's a mitzvah that can only be kept in the Holy Land and nowhere else. Like several other commandments, they are only valid in the land of Israel. That suggests living in the land of Israel. The test is concentrated on this year in all your lifestyle because you are not going to fool God. In the Torah it is written, of course, of not profiting from this year, just breaking even and letting the land rest as it is. This is the commandment. Why? So the poor can have, also have a year of prosperity. They deserve a good year too. Nowadays most of the farmers sell the land for this holy year because everybody needs cash flow, and they receive it back at the end of the year and work the land as, as normal, as regular. But as settlers here in Shechem area, we are not willing to sell the land at all, and want to see eye to eye the Lord's salvation. 
The fruit is holy in this year, and it is very complicated to make business with, so that's another reason farmers choose to skip this year. As I commented in the beginning, it is a test. Who are we? We are the Lavi family from Mount Blessing community. We are settlers and individual farmers in our community. We grow grape vineyards on Mount Gerizim, the Mountain of Blessing. We met the Waller family in the year 2004, and from since, there is a very strong bondage between us families. We feel blessed in the work, together on the land, of our fathers Abraham, Isaac and Jacob. The vineyard got to be known all round the land of Israel for its unique microclimate and its height 870 metres above sea level, and fertile lands that is in Ephraim's, the son of Joseph's portion of the land, that was divided by Joshua, the disciple of Moses. We have plans of cultivating more land on Mount Blessing just now from the seventh year. Here where all our fathers walked in ancient times, it is in our Bibles, and it is special. Why, from all the land of Israel, Abraham walked to Shechem, and so did Jacob and Joseph. This is the heartland of Israel. We have to continue with stronger deeds and work, stronger in the eighth year, and in God's will, God will bless those who will give us strength to walk in our Father's footsteps. They knew what's good for us. Well, there's the extract from the letter. So here is a family that would be included in any expulsion from the biblical heartland of Israel. The governments of the United States, Britain and others want to see these people thrown out, just as happened with the Gaza disengagement of a few years ago. Gaza, of course, has since become a stronghold of the Palestinian terrorist organization Hamas. Many predict that the same would happen in the mountains of Israel, and that rockets would soon be fired from there, just as they are now being fired from Gaza. Well, it's not our purpose to erect a political platform on this issue, but it is our purpose to point out the truth of the Bible, and the fact that its prophecies must inevitably be fulfilled. God will keep his promises. We can be certain of that. We also know that whether the governments of the world like it or not, the prophetic word will be fulfilled to the letter. We know that God has said through the prophet Ezekiel concerning Israel, I will bring them out from the people and gather them from the countries and will bring them to their own land and feed them upon the mountains of Israel, by the rivers and in all the inhabited places of the country. I will feed them in a good pasture, and upon the high mountains of Israel shall their fold be. There shall they lie in a good fold, and in a fat pasture shall they feed upon the mountains of Israel. Ezekiel 34, verses 13 and 14. No government in the world can stop this from happening. As we read in Micah chapter 4, verses 11 and 12, Now also many nations are gathered against thee, that say, Let her be defiled, and let our eye look upon Zion. But they know not the thoughts of Yahweh, neither consider they his counsel, for he shall gather them as the sheaves into the floor. Yes, the nations will gather against these mountains of Israel, just as Ezekiel 38 verse 8 declares, and they will fall upon the mountains of Israel, as we read in chapter 39 verse 4. They will fall because God will intervene 
and send the Messiah, as we read in Acts chapter 3, verses 20 and 21. And he shall send Jesus Christ, which before was preached unto you, whom the heavens must receive until the times of restitution of all things, which God has spoken by the mouth of all his holy prophets since the world began. The children of Israel dwelling in the land today are yet to be instructed in the truth, and God has provided for that. Meanwhile, our message to Nea and his family, to all those dwelling in the biblical heartland, is that they open their Bibles and study its pages. Pray for understanding. Pray for the Redeemer to come. In the words of Isaiah chapter 35, verse 3, we say, Strengthen ye the weak hands, and confirm the feeble knees. Say to them that are of a fearful heart, Be strong, fear not. Behold, your God will come with vengeance, even God with a recompense. He will come and save you. Join us again next week, God willing, BibleInTheNews.com.